are Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to an April 18th, Wednesday morning after the Blazers lose again edition of the Lockdown Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, writer and editor over at LeBron Wire, part of the USA Today NBA Wire sites, former Blazer beat writer at the Vancouver Columbian, and your host here of Lockdown Blazers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Welcome back to the show. I wish I had better news for you, but I do not. The Portland Trail Blazers, after working to get home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs, working to get the third seed, winning that final game of the regular season to assure the third seed and home court advantage, are now down 0-2 in this best-of-seven series against the New Orleans Pelicans after the Pelicans win 111-102 to take a 2-0 lead with them back to the Big Easy. I would say this is a commanding lead. I think that's what uh, that would be an appropriate uh, term for this current lead, and it it all starts at the guard position uh, in Portland, who coming into this matchup was looked at and seen as a team that had the real advantage in this series. That I said when I was doing the pod with Jake Madison from Locked On Pelicans that the the guards needed to be amazing, they needed to be great, and they have not been great. The guards that have been great have been from New Orleans. Drew Holiday with another fantastic game, 33 points, 9 assists, just outplaying Damian Lillard on both ends of the floor, having some big shots late that really shut the Blazers down. He had one pull-up ISO 3 to put the Pelicans up by 5 inside of 2 minutes and Portland was just unable to recover. Portland actually took a 199 lead on a Harkless 3-pointer. This was a a tight game and this series more or less has been pretty tight. There have just been little plays here and there at the end of both of these games that have just swung New Orleans' way and that's not luck. That's New Orleans earning their way there and Uh, I mentioned that holiday three-pointer, but they also, the Pelicans also got a couple of, like, a couple of second chances in the final minutes of this game. Rondo with an offensive rebound, holiday with another one, uh, and it was a lot of team effort, complete effort from this team, 50-50 balls going to New Orleans, uh, shots, they're going in obviously for Drew Holiday right now, Miritich as well, but... Uh, the 50-50 balls, the hustle plays, all that stuff was going New Orleans' way in that game. Portland made a nice run at it. It was a tight game throughout. As I mentioned, they had the lead. They got to 100 first, but th- they just didn't make the plays. And and the Pelicans, something that Rondo touched on uh, in the shoot-around on Saturday, was the Pelicans don't have a lot of experience together. But you look at the guys on their team, and they have a ton of experienced guys. Holiday, Rondo himself, Miritich. You know, these are all guys that have been through wars in the postseason in other places. Solomon Hill. 
Etwan Moore. All these guys have been in the postseason in other places, and they look like the more mature team. Portland continuity has been one of these uh, buzzwords for this Blazers team. It's been one of the things that helped them get to the third seed in the Western Conference, I believe. But uh, as far as playoff experience, the Pelicans are showing that they are, in fact, the, the more experienced team. And, and and right now, Holiday and Rondo have, have just dominated this series. And Anthony Davis had a, a pretty solid game with 22 points and 13 rebounds as well as two blocks but the the guard play in this series which I think was something that Portland had to definitively win in this series to win and get over the fact that they don't have a match for Anthony Davis on the interior they they needed this backcourt to step up and they just haven't so as I mentioned Drew Holiday with big shots down the stretch he had 33 points nine assists Rondo 16 points, 9 assists, 10 rebounds. And Damian Lillard, uh, 17 points on the evening, 7 of 18 from the field, 1 of 7 from 3, 4 assists, and 7 turnovers. Uh, and and I don't think I've ever seen Dame play uh, this discombobulated. It, it seems as though he's hesitant uh, a lot of the time when he's in the lane doesn't know whether to pass or or drive or, or take the shot and that is so rare to see from Damian Lillard something that I haven't seen having seen basically all his games for the past six years I, I've never seen Dame look that out of sorts in pick and rolls I that is you know his his most signature skill. I mean, they they wrote about it. Uh, both uh, the national publications, SB Nation, and Sports Illustrated, wrote about you know how he can work the pick and roll and, and and manipulate things and 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 is always in control and can kind of you know play the things out in his head before they happen. But that's not happening right now. And that is Drew Holiday and his length and physicality. I think Rondo has also had something to do with that. And then, of course, I think beyond all of that is Anthony Davis, who uh, is just a real deterrent and I think is the biggest reason why Dame has been so hesitant in the lane, has been uh, you know, just unable to make decisions in a, in a quick, decisive fashion and make them well. Uh, that has really just been Dame's, Dame's issue, which is so weird. And I think that that is one of the uh, really interesting things about where the Blazers are in this series is, you know, they got to figure out a way to get Dame back involved. And and some of it is just Dame making shots and, and playing better. I mean, there, there were a couple shots getting to that mid-range step-back jumper, clank. Uh, just drive, step-back, clank. And, and, and those are shots that Dame hits when he's going. Those are part of his game. And I think those need to be in there but and he hasn't been able to get to the foul line either and, and some of that is he hasn't been able to get into the paint and attack and and it, it's just been really tough for him in this series and I think Anthony Davis has a lot to do with that but I think Holiday does as well I think it's a two-pronged thing Holiday's length and physicality matched with the length and just disruption that Davis can cause all over the floor uh, CJ McCollum had 22 points and six assists for the Trailblazers and Evan Turner uh, should not be not noted, 
was hurt in the second half. He did not return after leaving in the third quarter. He ended the game playing 20 minutes, 0 points, 5 assists, 2 steals, and 4 rebounds for Turner. Uh, and that was it was pretty rough. Great news for Portland was that they got Mo Harkless back. He had 11 points, 5 rebounds, was a perfect 5 of 5 from the field. Also played a lot of good defense on Anthony Davis and on Holiday at times. Uh, the Aminu Harkless switchability crew was back. They could go back and forth between, especially on the Holiday and, and Davis pick and rolls, they could really just switch those with ease. And, and because of that, the... Pelicans started to go to Miritich and Holiday down the stretch to run their pick and rolls, which also worked. And Portland uh, may have to do, they may have to reevaluate what they're going to do with those because those did not go all that well. And uh, it, it was just a tough game. So we are going to talk in a second about adjustments coming into game three that Portland needs to make, could make. Uh, also, go over some of the decisions that were made uh, with lineups and and why those were made and what we expect to see, I think, in game three, which is tomorrow in New Orleans, uh, where, you know, it, it, it's absolutely gut check time right now for this Blazers team and perhaps for for the franchise if, if, if things go bad because, uh, you know, Dame had expectations and he's, he's really... Uh, and and he's the one that hasn't lived up to his own expectations. And he said that last night, and uh, this is going to be really interesting now. Going into New Orleans, they're no longer at home. The comfort of home is gone. They have to go into this kind of bunker mentality and uh, go go win two games in New Orleans now if they have a chance of winning this series. They have to win two in New Orleans to win this series now that New Orleans has won two in Portland. So we're going to talk about what potential adjustments can be made for the Trailblazers in Game 3. But just wanted to let you know that it is a draft Wednesday, and if you want to get into the action with the Locked On Podcast Network on the Draft app, come play with us today. It's playoff time, but it's still a good time to play some daily fantasy. So come play draft with us and the whole Lockdown Podcast Network. Go check your lineup. It takes no time at all to, to draft your teams. It's five people that you draft. There's no salary cap. And it's just you pick the guys that you want on your team. And you play, you win, and you get paid. It's, it's super fun. So come play Draft Wednesday on the Draft app. Go to the App Store, download Draft, and use promo code LONBA when you sign up. And come play Draft with the Lockdown Podcast Network on Draft Wednesday. Adjustments. So, Portland. The first adjustment, Damian Lillard needs to make shots. How do they get him to make shots? What do they do to get him going? I think one of the ways that they can maybe do something different, and this has to be a collaborative thing between Dame and Terry Stotts because Dame has let or Stotts, excuse me, has let Dame call most of his plays on the court. And they were running a lot of pick and rolls, and and oftentimes Dame would get doubled, they get the three-on-two situation, and, and, and Portland didn't really do the best job of taking advantage of it again. And I think the, the, the trapping that they're able to do up high in those ball screens has really disrupted the Blazers. And I think 
one of the better ways that they can get him more involved, which will either require more Evan Turner, who is hurt, or maybe just have CJ handle the ball for, for to change it up. But they got to get Dame working away from the ball. Uh, Dame, th- th- this is maybe a little bit of a... a you know, a step back towards the, the Mason Plumley days where Portland's offense, you know, was kind of hampered sometimes by Plumley's inability to score. But what he was a good job at doing was getting the dribble handoff, passing the ball to Dame when he was moving. And we haven't seen that much of that in this series. Uh, there's been very little dribble handoff action for Dame. They had a couple in game two, but I think we probably should see more of that in game three because they've got to get him loose. They've got to get him moving because right now he he hasn't been able to create good looks. He hasn't been making the best decisions and uh, they need to change things up with how they're using him. Uh, and, and, And that goes on Dame. Dame has to be open to realizing that, hey, maybe the high ball screen that is probably his favorite play isn't the, the way to go in this series. Maybe they need to work dribble handoffs on the side. They need to get him coming from the baseline, coming back around, and and, and get screens for him. And, and and maybe that's something. And then another thing uh, in this series is, is maybe they have to change the starting lineup. Yusuf Nurkic only played 15 minutes in Game 2. He had a pretty decent line, 13 points and 3 rebounds, but three rebounds isn't going to cut it uh, for for the center, especially when, you know, one of the big advantages or is supposed advantage of having Nurkic in there is being able to rebound, having his size as an asset. And uh, it just hasn't been that much of an asset. And so if he's only going to play 15 minutes, perhaps the Blazers go with Ed Davis or Zach Collins in game two, because Portland has had trouble with this very, very good, stretchy New Orleans lineup with Miritich at power forward, Davis at center, and and Portland just hasn't really beat them on the glass in the way that they need to, and they just played better with Collins on the court. I mean, they just did. They played better with him. They played better with Davis, and, and, and Nurkic as much as you don't want to lose him you know at the same time this is the playoffs and if and matchups are matchups and this happens all the time in the playoffs I mean the Spurs do this all the time where they start a guy in one series and then he doesn't play in the next and I mean the odds right now are extremely in New Orleans's favor right now so Portland's going to it's going to be very unlikely that Portland wins this series at all I mean the series is probably a wrap but if they want to get a win, you know, maybe they start off with their best lineup early. Perhaps they start Collins, and and maybe that's something different. Or they start Ed Davis because uh, Nurkic, while he's been good all season, you know, just did not hasn't disrupted things defensively enough and hasn't uh, taken advantage on the offensive end either. And it, and it's tough because Davis makes it tough, but. Uh, maybe playing more Collins would force him from the paint a little bit more, which we did see. And, and Portland offensively, you know, you know, if if Collins hits a three-pointer on an open pick and pop, if uh, you know CJ hits a mid-ranger uh, on while while Davis is moving backwards that CJ normally hits, you know, that's also a big thing. Making shots, it's a make-or-miss league, and Holiday made. A ton of his shots last night, and and some of them were were tough, some of them were not. But uh, a lot of it too is that Holiday's making shots that Dame and CJ normally make that Dame and CJ aren't making. 
that that step back, that that mid range shot that I mentioned about CJ on the next possession, Drew Holiday hits a, a mid range pull up jumper that is basically the same expected outcome, and so some of that Portland just has to execute better and make these shots. And uh, I mean, I think the series is over from a, from a betting perspective, but if Portland wants to get back in it, it only takes one game, but it's going to have to be game three because nobody, as, as you probably know, nobody in the NBA has ever come back down from an O three deficit to win a seven game series. So uh, that's never happened in the NBA before. And I don't think Portland is going to make any history if they fall down O three. So, uh, Nurkic did not make the Pelicans pay for being aggressive on Dame. Someone has to. Maybe it's Collins, and and, and maybe that's what they go with because it looked like their better lineup, and I don't think they're going to start Shabazz Napier, although Napier probably will play a little bit more because if Turner can't play, then he will play. I think, and by the way, Napier did not play in Game 2, and... From watching the game, I think I know what the idea was for Terry Stotts to have bigger bodies out there, to have more size, because the Pelicans are undersized for the most part, and Portland can use their size advantage on the wing, or at least they tried to, and you know, for the most part, Connaughton's minutes were really solid. He had nine points and played well, uh, so I can't really blame Stotts for not going with Napier, but if Turner can't go, that would definitely mean more Napier. Uh, and again, as I mentioned uh, in the first segment, Dame has to be better at making decisions. He has to make better decisions, quicker decisions, and and make them with more conviction. He has to do a better job on this because he cannot. Uh, he can't go into this. He, Davis has been great, but Davis has made Dame hesitant in a way that. I haven't even seen Rudy Gobert make him hesitant. I haven't seen Draymond Green make him this hesitant. Uh, Davis has done something to this Blazers team, and I think Dame especially, and, and Holiday as well. It's a, it, it, it's a two-man effort, but uh, Dame has really just struggled. And and so far in this series, we have a stat here from Mike Savagno on Twitter. Damian Lillard has taken only 27% of his shots at the rim so far this series. And he shot 33% of his shots at the rim in the regular season. He's shooting only 45% from the restricted area where he shot 54% in the regular season. And he's taking 24% of his shots in the mid-range, which is up from 15% in the regular season. So he's settling for more free throws. He's not getting to, or he's settling for more mid-rangers. He's not getting to the rim as much. And he's not getting fouled. His free throw rate is down to 10% up from 38, and that's one of the things that Dame has done a really good job of getting better at over the course of his career, is getting fouled, is getting to the line, and, and you know, using his skill to get the officials to blow the whistle, and he hasn't been able to do that against Davis, so he has to change the way he approaches Davis in game two. I'm not exactly sure how he's going to do that because Davis is so tough, uh, but but Dame has done it before. He has had big game against New Orleans. He has had big games in New Orleans. The last time they were there, he had 41. So um, I've never seen him this hesitant, but I don't think it's going to last. Um, he, he's going to play better. And, I mean, if he doesn't, it, this series is, is going to be over uh, by the weekend. So uh, 
Dame has to do better. And then uh, I, I think they also need to do a better job of guarding Miritich with the screens. They've got to call out the switches. They've got to know what they're doing. And maybe that's why we're not going to see Nurk, because if they're going to try and switch everything, maybe we do see more Zach Collins. Maybe we do see more Ed Davis. Um, we're going to wrap this up in a second, and we'll be right back. So uh, game three is tomorrow, Thursday, in New Orleans on NBA TV. That's a 6 p.m. start here in Portland. So, uh, you know, make sure to get home. Maybe you don't want to get home. Maybe you're done. Maybe you're fed up with this series. Uh, one thing I will say, I mean, it's, it's, it's a seven-point difference right now between these two teams. It, it's not the closest series, but it's also not the worst series in Portland. Uh, really just... You know, they have been very close. And if, if there's one positive thing, I guess I would say, uh, going into this game three is that it has been a close series. Portland has been small little things away from winning games in this series. It hasn't been, you know, completely all around dismantling because Harkless has played well. Uh Collins has played well. Aminu had a nice game last night. Connaughton with some nice minutes off the bench. But uh, they have to do a, a better job in, in Game 3, and it, it falls on the stars. It will be Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum that get this done or don't get it done. And uh, it obviously starts with Dame a, a, as the head of the snake. And, and so far in this series, uh, Drew Holiday has absolutely dominated. And uh, Damian Lillard has to be better and it, it, there's one I guess positive thing is that he can be better we've seen him do better uh and I think you know he's definitely going to be motivated coming into this game because now you know the the, the people are starting to talk that Dame in the playoffs you know other than that shot in Houston people are saying hey uh you know it, is the, how good is this guy really I mean people on last night were, were roasting him on Twitter and dragging him uh, through the mud because he, he struggled and I think that you know that that should motivate him and he's really just hasn't stepped up in this matchup and 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 for uh, and, and he said it himself he has to be better and he knows it so uh, you know he's taking accountability but we'll see if that accountability can turn into some better basketball and a win in game three down in New Orleans so Portland looking to even this series up they have to win both games in New Orleans to do that, uh, and that's going to be really tough, but uh, Portland has won in New Orleans before. This series has been very close, and if Dame and CJ can just be a smidge better, and Portland can kind of close down some of those last-second plays where where the, the Pelicans, frankly, just showed a little bit more awareness of situation and, and the moment, and, and I think... Maybe that's one of the reasons maybe you try and go with Nurk again or maybe you go with Ed Davis because Zach Collins has played very well, but he's still a rookie. And I think sometimes you saw uh, the veteranness and the experience of the Pelicans really shine through. But uh, Portland has to play better. They have to be more ready. And they have to know that uh, you know this Pelicans team is not going to make it easy. So uh, game three tomorrow in New Orleans, an absolute must win for the Portland Trail Blazers. We will be back with you after that game so until game three in new orleans we'll talk to you then